I've just been sitting here fingering myself. Uh, oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I did think that I heard some sort of voices going on. So it's very clever what he's done, which is he's taken up. Do you know what also gave it away is that the, the camera picture is flipped. And I thought, that's weird. Why is this... <laughs> Why does his background look the opposite of what it would normally look? Great. Great detective skills, that. That is good, isn't it? Like a young Batman. Clever. I've got Batman comments. (laughs) (laughs) Detective 27. Right. With all of that shit chat out of the way, let's do a recording of a podcast. Happy with yourself? I thought I thought that we were going to do it in unison, but I didn't know you were going to. I thought like it was right, going to be after, after after three, one, two, two three. three. Let's oh, do it. Do... <laughs> Welcome to Rap Oscar, that I've written down. Of Food Review UK. My name is Nate Peterson, and tonight is going to be thick double C, double K, with cool chat about milkshakes. But first, just like any good milkshake, I prefer our first host with a helping of cream on top. It's Stuart Bullock. <laughs> where, are you, where are you putting the cream? On top. Nice. So if you're stood, it'll just be literally on the crown just of On the your crown head. of my baldy head. Yeah, if you're laying down. Perhaps your buttocks, if you're face down. <laughs> God, carry on. <laughs> Would you like the cream, more importantly? Where's, where's the best... is like a milkshake in that he ruins paper straws trying to get into them. It's Michael Jameson. Uh, uh, where are they putting the straw? Well, yeah, that's the point, isn't it? Possibly penis. Possibly buttocks. <laughs> yeah. Where would you Need like it to well, Where would you, where would you like to put a straw that, wouldn't, that makes you feel comfortable? Not there. <laughs> Oh, you how, actually how are you both? I'm all right. Yes. Yeah. If, you, are... if you had to have a straw inserted into one of your bodily orifices, which one would you go for? Wow. How far? Um, up to the nobbles. Oh, okay, so you're, talking, um, you're thinking of the, the, the bendy yeah, yeah. jobbies. Wait, mouth yeah. end or, or other end? Drink end? Other end. Long end. Oh, so what okay. we're talking now, we're talking... Four to five oh, inches of straw. Yeah. I'd probably be gagging if I put it in my mouth, so I'm going to have to go ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the podcast title. I'd check if I can take. I guess I'd check if I can take it in the ass first, and if, if not, only lose one option, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's definitely the order you'd do it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably say mouth and try and manipulate it with my tongue so that it bent in half, and that I wasn't gagging. But you know. what about the straw? Well, 
Most of them, like. That's why it's a man's game. Right. We are flying solo tonight, guys. Uh, all, no all guests. three of us. Yep. All three of us. All three solos. Three amigos on their own. Just lads. Yep. Being lads. Talking about food. Food, could... un- food unladded. And unladded. You could like call that. us Lando Calrissian or Lando Calcium. Uh, um, Han. Priya. It's not, there's no milkshake pond that you can do there, Michael. Chew banana. Chew banana. <laughs> <laughs> Back to gagging on it. Han Vanillola. <laughs> no. That's not. That's not. Um, I'm gonna. I just want to. I just want to chat to you both for a little bit before we get into you know the the, the podcast because we don't do this very often. Whenever you know, when we whenever we've got guests, you know, naturally we want to spend time with them and get to know them and get to you know uh, find out what they're up to. Obviously, we had a fantastic guest last time and, and found out some things we you know weren't necessarily expecting. But you know, I want to talk to you, you guys. Normally, just get a little bit of a flavour of what's going on in your life, but I'm just a little chat with you. So, Stuart, how are you? Hang on, um, hang on. So you're basically saying this is going to be sort of like a slightly less professional, bit of like off the clock, off the clock sort of chat. Yeah, I just, I just want to, you know, we, we, every, every episode, I'm like, Stuart, how are you doing? Stuart comes on, yeah, I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, MJ, how are you doing? Yeah, we just get that. The listeners aren't really getting a bit of, you know, us. They're not really getting what's going on in our lives. They're not really getting to hear about, you know, what's important to us in these in these troubling times. And I just thought it's it's nice to have a. Just a little, you know, a circle jerk of conversation, if you will. Oh, so, that's a really nice thought, mate. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll see you in like 15 minutes, I suppose, then. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, Stuart, how are you? What, what's what's going on? You, you've obviously been away a little bit. You're going away. Talk, tell us about that. What are you doing with your life? Uh, I, haven't pre- I haven't prepared anything for this. Do you want me to just improvise or...? <laughs> Stuart, I want, I want you to do whatever makes you feel comfortable. I'm taking my pants. Um, I am, yeah. I'm going on, going, going camping in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to that. Um, few, few places. Few, few. There's a particular food and drink place that I'm hoping to to get some food and drink from when I am in Cornwall. Uh, so that'd be nice. I'm all right. I'm all right. I went. I I ate out for the first time since uh, lockdown started today. So that was a like a momentous. Hurdle to get over. Um, now you say you, you ate out. Was that takeaway or was that like a sit down jobby? It was a sit down. It's like a food court. So, how did you feel? Did you feel comfortable? Did you feel do you safe? Know, do you know? Yeah, I did. To be honest, there's quite a lot of people wandering around. They've spaced the tables out. There's loads of space. You just got idiots walking around in between them. though, just what gormless, gormless yeah. teenage girls. And like, even if there wasn't a pandemic on, that's rude. Don't stand, yeah. don't stand near me while I'm eating my lunch. But scratters in it. Um, yeah, it was all right. I think I'm can. I think I'm feeling a bit. Not particularly wound up about the old COVID anymore. I think wound up, what angry wound up or, or nah, tense? just you know, like tense about it, anxious about it. It's at the beginning. It seemed like it just seemed inevitable that that everyone was going to get it and loads of people were going to die. And I haven't got it, and I'm still alive. So. It's all right, both, isn't it? Both both plus points in your in your in your column, yeah. I would imagine. Yes, yeah, and some people say twenty twenty's been a washout of a year. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. It's been good. <laughs> it's, it's, 
been it's watching been some sick Japanese TV programs about food. Yeah, I mean, sick is definitely a word I'd use, but yeah. I'm not sure it's in the same context. Um, that's that, that's good. Um, Cornwall, been before? No, I've always considered it to be a bit too far of a schlep. Really, um, wow. Can be like you hear people talking and going like, "Oh, it took us twelve hours to get out to get back from Cornwall to Manchester and stuff." Um, but we can't go anywhere else. Can't, we're, not, we're not leaving the country. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go to Cheddar first. So from Cheddar to Cornwall, it's only a few hours. So but we'll take the plunge and do it. Expensive is it? No, Cheddar. Oh, ch- oh right. I thought you were saying we're gonna need a lot of buns in Cornwall. That's t- yeah, that's where the term comes from. It's so expensive there. That's where they got the term Cheddar. Yeah. From. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that though. There's plenty of loads of places I want to go around there. Some good breweries in Bristol and that. Get in the caves. Yeah, well the caves are shut. But get out of the caves. Get out, stay out of the caves. <laughs> stay out of the black and into the red. Get nothing in this game for two in a bed. Uh, yeah, very true. Yeah. Very true. No. said that. Um, looking forward to it though. Nice Cornwall's lovely. I mean, I've I've not been to Cornwall for many a year, many a donkey's year, um, and it's. Uh, but my one and only experience of Cornwall was that it was a very beautiful part of the world, and would love to go back. But it is purely down to logistics that I have yeah. not. Um, it is a schlep even from us for us southerners. So yeah. to be coming down from yeah. Man- Man- Manchester, um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure I'd, I'd particularly. <laughs> want to do that but I hope you have a great time and are you camping there yeah yeah camping camping in cheddar then packing up driving down to Cornwall unloading setting up again camping again that's like that I mean you didn't need quite as detailed logistics as that but yeah that is what we're doing yeah I uh, know I needed all that I needed absolutely every every morsel of that good oh, you love a bit of camping don't you do I very much enjoy it very much enjoy it I think anyone that doesn't like camping is an absolute prick. Yeah, rotter, isn't they? Anyone who is actively trying to spoil what would be an incredible weekend spent with friends, an affordable weekend spent with friends, is a scumbag and of next, a human Michael being. Jameson, how are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's good, isn't it? S- same as Stuart, yeah, sort of. How um, How's your summer? You've obviously had some... You've both had disappointing news, um, but I suspect I suspect probably hit you slightly harder, maybe. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I would assume it hit me harder just because I'm a bit more childish than Stuart. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, a bit of a child, really, so um, I get disappointed easily when things don't go my way. I'm so such a baby. Um, <laughs> no, what? so what are we on? I think we're on 20... We're on roughly 24. Five theme park trips that have been cancelled this year. Um, so yeah, annoying. However, there is an opportunity for more to be cancelled because Claire and I um, have planned. Well, Claire and I and uh, Claire's parents we planned a trip to go to Europe. So we're replacing Florida with Europe, hopefully, um, which will be about a uh, just over a week tour through. Belgium, well, France, Belgium, Germany, and then back into France. Well, I mean, and we know, you know, Europe's mm. a pretty safe, <clears throat> pretty safe place to, to be at the moment. So, touch wood, touch wood, that'll be fine. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be awful when we get up. To, I think it's only another, I think it's only another seven parks, six or seven parks 
So it'd only bring up to like 30. It's about 30 theme park trips cancelled for the year. Uh, no, joking apart, yeah, that will hopefully be good. Um, the I'm clinging on to Black Widow coming out. We'll see. Um, I reckon it's possible they could all just get shifted again. Um, and that'd be that that would make the year pre- if if Europe gets cancelled and Black Widow gets cancelled or delayed, whatever, that would actually mean I'm not sure anything of note happened in this year for, for the good. It's a funny one, the old Black Widow, and indeed any big tentpole films, because I would imagine that it's a bit of a vicious circle, really, because the cinemas probably won't want to open until they've got a, a, a stock of big films coming out, yeah. so they want to try and recoup the money. But equally, without those cinemas opening, the big films won't want to yeah, try and I distribute. So it's, totally it's agree. Really, it's really difficult. One film is going to have to just stay the course and hope that it just uh, wins through the summer. Do you know what I mean? Because let's say, I mean, yeah. Tenet is obviously, Tenet's the big one because that's, the one that was like adamant it was going to move and it's now moved twice, if not three times. Yeah. Um, so if Tenet was to go, do you know what? Fuck it. Who cares about the virus? We're just going to stick it and we're going to, cinema's going to open and we're going to let you see it. And that's like literally like the only film out there. It could do gangbuster numbers because there could be just people just yeah, going. Yeah, the only one just, out. Yeah, I want to go and see it 50 times because it's the yeah. only thing I can see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's due out in a couple of weeks over here. Uh, I fucking hope that comes out because I, I've severely, severely missed new films at the cinema. I have been to the cinema once like a couple what, of weeks ago. What, but, what are the cinemas showing at the moment then? Uh, they're basically so. showing class, uh, a mix, but basically classics, cult or otherwise. So I saw Star Empire Strikes Back. Right. I've seen things like, uh, uh, oh, and also recent stuff as in the films that were on just before the cinema shut. So Bloodshot I've seen on um, classics or new modern classics like Great Showman. I've seen The Hangover showing. So quite a, quite a big mix. Right. What about, um, I thought there was one or two new stuff that was out there. Wasn't it the Russell Crowe one, the um, Unhinged? As far that... as I'm aware, that's the only new movie that's come out, but I may be wrong. But yeah, that came out, I think, 31st of July over here. I was right. I was tempted. I was tempted, I'm not going to lie. Uh, if Aylesbury was open, I probably would have seen it, but our local one, uh, Aylesbury isn't open yet, so our nearest is like Milton Keynes, pretty much. Fair enough. Thanks. Um, I mean, if you feel comfortable going in the cinema, I don't imagine you... Uh, from what I've seen, I imagine there's worse films that you could watch, and, and under the circumstances, it'll probably feel like an Oscar winner. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So. Um, I will say, the, the other thing I've been clinging on to during my life, about the past two or three weeks... I've uh, sort of been re- my favourite thing in the world is Invincible. My favourite comic book is Invincible. So I was t- chatting to these boys just before we came on uh, recording. That um, I've, I've completed my run of Invincible. So issue one to one hundred and forty-four, I've now completed after sort of uh, reading it for ten plus years and um, uh, being obsessed with it and loving it and whatnot. So that's that felt amazing because that was a long time coming. It's probably good. That, um, um, probably good that they cancelled it, isn't it? So that you get to have that achievement of completing the run. Yeah. So well, I mean, I was devastated when it, I don't know if you're. I, that does seem a little bit tongue in cheek. Um, <laughs> uh, but I will answer it as if it was serious. Um, I was <laughs> devastated at the time, but at the end of the day, the ending was absolutely brilliant. 
really, really good. It was nicely evolved, and it's always sad when things go on too long and they drive things into the ground. And um, I think it's it may be avoidable, uh, it may be unavoidable with a lot of things. So 144 issues. Um, it means that you know when certain story beats are. It's a nice, concise run. There, there is no filler. Invincible has no filler. It's all killer. Um, so yeah, so it felt incredible to finally complete it. But then I made the really stupid decision to go after all of the varying covers, which is where there is so much cost. So uh, yeah, I, I'm now looking for variant covers of Invincible, and it is a uh, it's, it's kind of fun. It's kind of a fucking nightmare. Fair enough. Um, the other thing that I imagine we've got, you know, with all the <clears throat> extra time that you've got on your hands, when can we expect to see the KFC wrap? <laughs> Let the record state MJ didn't say anything. <laughs> by this, uh, by this stage, I would be, I would be so embarrassed to have that music go out like. With with my name attached to it because it was <laughs> probably four years ago that I made it. Yeah, it was before this podcast, which, as we now know, yeah. is three years old. Uh, uh, yeah, I had forgotten about that. Could have been something that I was doing during lockdown because I did re-pick it up. What six months ago, you, or something? And you definitely told us you started filming some of it. I have, yeah, I started filming it. I've even recorded some bits. Same thing. When was the last time I fingered it? Wow, it was it was literally a year ago that it looks like it was a yeah, it was a year ago that I last fingered it. That's so you last what? Fingered, fingered it. it, yeah. I was Sorry. editing it a year ago, that's gone quick. Cause that was me returning to it. <laughs> Fucking hell, oh that's so bad. That's so bad. Because mm. cause Stuart put so much work in doing the actual like Oh, you you chased him. You chased him several times. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I'm an look, it's not news that I'm a, an arsehole. That's not news. <laughs> this is that's why. It, that's that this is why I don't feel bad when often Michael will, Michael will ask me to make some music for him, and sometimes I'll, I'll go. I'll always say yes, but then sometimes <laughs> I just won't do it um, because I just think to myself, like I get it. I go, do I think Michael will ever like when he <laughs> when he asked me to compose a theme tune for a cartoon about um, fr- <clears throat> fruits in France called Le Fruits. <laughs> And like I started writing this piece of music and spent about two or three hours on it, and I just thought, oh, no. he probably won't ever do anything. He's never going to make a cartoon about fruit, so I'll just stop. And I did. Do you know stop. what? I am the best person. I promise you, I am the best person in the world at ideas, but only the first ten percent of ideas. <laughs> um, if I could just plug my brain into a completion machine, I'd, I'd, I'd be. Just absolute billionaire. I love how your thought process is, though. Oh, I've had this idea. I've had this like tiny minuscule idea for a title or for something. Right, how do I start it? Shall I write a script? No. I'll email Stuart and ask him to write a theme tune for it. <laughs> yeah. I've got the fruits on it somewhere. <laughs> le foots, le foots, le foots, le foots. Where is it? Oh, the search on this is not very good. Is oh. it in here? Misc. Oh, no, it's probably in Michael Jameson comedy. Le Fruit. No, it's not in there. Michael Jameson comedy will be in there. This is a new Le low. Foots. A new low. There it is, Le Fruit. You go. I'm going to share it on screen just so the boys can see it at least. Yeah, the, I'm looking forward to it. There's not I, much. I, I mean, 
I'm not saying that I um, decided to do this whole segment just to bring up KFC rap, um, but it certainly was a highlight when I thought of it. Cool. The fruits. Loaded. That one's white. <laughs> Yellow and green. Brilliant. Uh-huh. What I like is um, is is the French for fruit fruits. <laughs> it's almost certainly not, but that's sort of the fun of it. Le fruits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fruits. It's an orange and a lime. Yeah, that's orange and lime. So indistinguishable. (laughs) Yeah, that is that is as far as I got. So Stuart made just a fantastic decision. Uh, Why have they got? um, Why does that one got um, fried eggs for eyes? (laughs) Uh, Because I'm not good at art. All right. Okay. Um, Could you put these in the uh, Frack and Rapid and uh, fans group so that our good fans could see? what you tried working on many years ago that let's be honest I'm never going to see the light of day wow that sounds like a fucking challenge to me don't yeah. ever threaten me like that yeah you, of course you've seen I'll... Aladdin where Aladdin's like oh I bet you couldn't even get me out of here and he does and he's like oh I didn't use a wish so did I that's basically me there I've just tried to dare and brown you right Dead Michael you... stop working on the fruits on Photoshop we're doing a podcast <laughs> you've yeah. browned me out can you at least take it off screen shit? Yeah. <laughs> Before we see something that we do want to see. Hello, it's MJ. You're listening to Frack Unwrapped. Please leave us a review on iTunes and check out our other exploits, which does include our Instagram page at Frackgram and our Twitter page at Food Review UK. And hey, we've got lots of awesome videos on YouTube. Thanks a lot for your support. Uh, awesome. uh, I thought I'd just also take this opportunity to tease a trailer mention briefly um, to uh, anyone who's listening below, I was going to say. I don't know if, how that works, but anyone who's listening. Uh, the three of us are soon heading off on a new venture. Um, a new podcast will be coming soon. Won't be part of the official Fruck family, but, you know... With fifty percent of us, fifty uh, percent of the people on the new new podcast from this, you may as well you know consider it a part of the extended family, I guess. Uh, Dice and Desire, a brand new playthrough Dungeons and Dragons um, podcast featuring, as I say, us three as well as some friends, Luke, Sam, and Mike, uh, where we are going to be you know playing some Dungeons and Dragons, recording it, releasing it, and then hopefully you're going to. Excuse me. Hopefully, you're going to uh, enjoy it. Fingers that crossed. Is, yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, if you don't enjoy it, that's your prerogative. You don't have to. No one's going to force you to. Be nice if you did. Um, at least give us a five star rating, regardless. Um, but yeah, you guys excited for that? Um, it's worth mentioning that I'm for for the purposes of this. I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons almost entirely ironically. I'm not, I'm absolutely not a nerd. Um, and I am playing it as like um, very much tongue in cheek. Uh, I know, like I know, I'm too cool for it, but I'm uh, I'm doing it. That, that goes for both of the campaigns that you're in, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the one you're going to be playing with your son. Yeah. 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 It's a fucking lot of irony. Yeah. When I went into when I went into Games Workshop today. That was purely ironically, yeah. It's not even called Games Workshop anymore. Did you know that? 
Michael, Michael. Games oh, what's it called now? It's, called, it's just called Warhammer now. Oh, is it called Warhammer? Wow. Yeah, it is, yeah, that's, that's why mad. I said it, yeah. Okay, now. Yeah. How is your high minute sealed yet? Yeah? <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, uh, so yes, so uh, Dyson Desire is already there is a, a landing page for it, so you can search for that on Spotify, uh, on iTunes, and various other podcast apps. Uh, there's currently a, a beautiful little two-minute teaser trailer from yours truly, uh, but we hope to get some proper, proper serious content up there. If not at the end of August, then certainly the beginning of September. Going to be recording some stuff uh, tomorrow that will be dropping soon as well. So thought I'd do a little wee announcement there. If you're not into Dungeons & Dragons, why not? It's a bloody good time for us nerds and us ironic nerds. Just listen to it ironically. That's my, yeah. my advice. Listen to it ironically. Listen to it firmly tongue-in-cheek. Know in your heart of hearts that you're better than this, but still listen to it. Yeah, still listen to it, and yeah. like I say, leave um, five star reviews, and also get other friends to ironically listen to it. Yeah, if anything, like just have ironic listening parties. Um, yeah. I think is probably the message. No, no, actually, but listen individually so that we yeah. get more correct listens and downloads. Don't yeah. listen on one app. Yeah, like that's don't just put your phone that, on. It speaker. doesn't cost you anything. That's tight. No. That's tight if you're listening. If there's five of you listening on one phone, I mean, that's all. Download it and do three, two, one, play. Exactly. Headphones, if anything. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a silent disco, a silent podcast <laughs> party. Party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of sweet, sweet content. Q U I N O A. Yeah, it's Kinoa. <laughs> Is that where we are already? You're not yeah. getting wow. that off the ground, are you? I don't think it's not no, going well for no. you. I don't think. Quinoa is not the new Kivoa. Quivia! Let's do some archery. Let's do some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tonight's uh, episode of Quivia is titled Shaken, Not Stirred. Uh, it's got nothing to do with James Bond. Um, we are tonight talking about milkshakes, so why not do some milkshake themed questions about milkshakes that are shaken and not stirred? Uh, it means nothing. Question one. Which year is the earliest reference to a milkshake? Essentially what I'm asking is how old are milkshakes really? But what's the, what's the earliest reference to them in, in some form of referencing? Uh, I'm going to start with um, either of you, Stuart. Do you want a year? You, start. you want a year? Preferably, yeah, yeah. What year? What year is the earliest what one? Year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 1500 BC. 1500 BC. Okay. 
Michael? Now, Michael no, Michael can't do the plus or minus one because he won't be able to work out how it works <laughs> with BC. No, no, I've got no idea what that is. That's, that's probably like AB5 or something. So, I'm not, yeah, you're right, I'm not going to do that. Um, it's, it's, it's probably uh, seven. Did they have cows in 1700? 1763 in the BC or BSC um, BFG which is um, come what I was going to say there something about cows oh no that's it it was first referenced in the dairy manual by um, in uh, the dairy and beef podcast Quinzoka um okie dokie question two then to you Michael which alcoholic spirit was part of the original recipe? Oh, oh, with milkshake, mm. whiskey, and Stuart? brandy. Okay, embarrassing for you. Uh, question three: In May two thousand and nineteen. Those cheeky little protesters started using milkshakes against people they disagreed with. Naughty. But Naughty. who was the first controversial figure to be shaked? Stuart. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, Gove. Gove. Just because he's a prick. And Michael. Oh, uh, yeah, question. I don't remember who was the first, but I guess it was the most prominent, so it probably wasn't the first, actually. But I'm going to go for Tommy Robinson. Oh, yeah, I remember Robinson got one, didn't he? They both Tommy, did, though, didn't oh, they? And poor, speaking of ironic individuals. Poor Stephen. Poor Mr. Yaxley Lennon having to leave the country. <laughs> oh, did oh. He doesn't feel safe. Oh. Um, how, this one's to uh, MJ to start with, how expensive was the Jack Rabbit Slim's milkshake in Pulp Fiction? Five dollars. And Stuart, it was five five dollar shake, isn't it? Five dollar shake, interesting. And five. You, what, just why are you saying interesting like that for? When we both when we both think that's the right answer, and then you put a stupid little <laughs> snidey comment at the end of it to make us doubt ourselves. Gets in your head, doesn't it? Drills in oh, there. Oh, you stupid man! Look at him. Interesting. Um, <laughs> wearing a minions t-shirt. Forty forty year old. He's wearing a minions t-shirt. Get Is that a grip. banana? Is that a banana? So, Tell us more about the comments you got from the day you were um, <laughs> World record for... Here we go. Milkshake mixed in the mouth and dispensed through the nose. <laughs> oh, God. So in millilitres, please, how much is the world record for dispensing a milkshake through the nose that has been entirely constructed in the mouth? That's like what we were talking about earlier on the special Frack Unwrapped episode. Um... <laughs> Laughter there, not knowing what I'm on about. Um, Probably cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, who's going first? Uh, sorry, this is... Uh, right, so realistically, there's probably someone in the world that can fit like a pint of liquid in the mouth, but is what's the likelihood that that person can also then fire liquid out of the nose? So I'm going going to go for 237 mil. 
and oh, MJ. God, two thirds of a can. Um, oh, it's got to be more. It's got to be slightly more than that. Two hundred, two hundred and fifty-nine mil. Two hundred fifty-nine mil. I don't know why I've written two thousand five hundred ninety-five. But there we go. Milliliter. Two hundred. 259 millilitres. Right, let us go through the answers, shall we? Shall we? Uh, one, yes. what is the earliest reference to a milkshake? It was, in fact, in 1885. Oh, I was going to say 1870 initially. Well, hang on. I haven't said if it's BC or AD. What? Well, it could be BC. In which case... B- what are you talking about BC and AD? What on earth is that? It was AD anyway, so Michael does, in fact, get the point on that one. Stupid Michael. Which actually I found quite interesting that um, milkshakes are only, what's that, 135 years old? I don't know why, I just expect them to be a lot older. Well, I guess they didn't have Nesquik before then, right? Very true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Two, which alcoholic spirit was part of the original recipe? It was indeed whiskey, correct. Uh, In fact, in fact, Stuart probably wouldn't have enjoyed it because I think the main components were whiskey and egg. Oh, um, yeah. yeah! Didn't they do something along the lines of like a clarification or something? What do you mean? I don't know. I'm chatting shit. I, I, I believe when I was when I was reading through it, it, it almost sounded like milk wasn't even part of it to start with. Like the, the yeah. Milk. I, I, and the weirdest thing I found on a couple of websites was um, where does where does where would you expect? This was nearly a question for you. Where does the name milkshake come from? Oh, I don't know that one. What would you guess? What would be a guess? It's that milk that's been shaken, but it's clear yeah. it's clearly not that, is it? That's certainly not the answer I found, which was apparently if somebody made a particularly good milkshake, you would shake the hand of the bartender. Wow. That sounds like toss to me. It doesn't it just <laughs> it does sound like absolute toss. Um, yeah, I had that I had that whiskey just in the back of my mind somewhere. It wasn't a total guess. It was a Fragrant, distant, ghost memory guess. Seems right. Seems right. I think I'll probably have to start with that. Um, three. Uh, the first person to get uh, shaked was uh, Tommy Robinson. Well done, Michael. So that's three for three. Wow. I think I'd, I'd probably. I think I'd probably rather lose a quiz than get <laughs> than win a quiz where I'd got a question right where the answer was Tommy Robinson. That's lucky. <laughs> That's that, that's actually what's going to happen then. Um, question four. You, so you both get something that you want out of this, which is good, which is essentially a draw. Um, how expensive was the Jack Rabbit Slim's milkshake in Pulp, Pulp Fiction? It was indeed the $5 shake, which by today's standards would be a fairly well-priced shake. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, I absolutely would not worry about spending $5 on a shake. And final question. Um... The, uh, the score is currently 4-1 to Michael, um, or or 3-0, doesn't really matter. Um, but Michael's, Michael's probably playing it ironically. Um, question five. <laughs> He's killing you. The, <laughs> the world record for milkshake mixed in the mouth and dispensed through the nose. It was set in 1999 by Gary... This is the real quiz. This is the real quiz. This is the real quiz. Gary Bashaw Jr. Um, it was chocolate and bogey flavour. And the uh, total millilitres was 54 millilitres. Yes. So I win. You win <laughs> that question. Well that, done. And that's Stuart. the real quiz, like I said. 
That is the real quiz. Well done, gentlemen, for a lovely, well-performed um, uh, 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 live arena show of um, the award-winning winning quiz trivia round trivia, um, which we'll be taking on the road at some point soon. Yeah, another, another win. Uh, you know, sort of becoming pretty common now. Um, Weird. Don't think Stuart's had a win this half year, so that's pretty good as well. Okay. Yeah, I just want to thank everyone for all their support. I know everyone's obviously really supporting me. So I've received quite a lot of personal messages on my personal Instagram, slagging Stuart off. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if that was true. <laughs> people, people, people are just sick of me destroying Quivia week in, week out. And as soon, as soon as I have a bad few weeks, people are messaging you. Well done, Michael. I am knocking, got, knocking that cocky northern bastard off his perch. You fucking here. showed him. Great, uh, uh, MJ. Great job on uh, beating Stuart in the last Quivia. You sure showed him. Dash northern stupid bearded. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's not my word. It's someone else that bleeped that probably. Probably Um, That's that's from Andrea. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody Andrea. Jesus. Popping up a lot, isn't she? Andrea's been around, yeah. Been around the... Can you spell some change? We've got ears to feed. Come to you with open hands but instead of on the streets we're begging on the podcast do you want this episode to be our last will you please go to patreon and donate some cash if you enjoy the food review uk content on youtube and here on the podcast then please consider heading to patreon.com food review uk and making a small donation loves a cheeky little milkshake i do which is why i've drunk all of that one and it was bloody tasty Um, what you had there mate that was a thanks for asking michael i had a banana milkshake before the uh, show started i went downstairs and uh Watched my wife put together a milkshake for me. Uh, <laughs> blended one as well, wasn't it? We heard the old wizard going. Yeah, ice cream, milk, bananas, banana syrup. It was uh, a bloody good time. Wow, really good. Delicious. Don't, don't know why I've not done it more regularly, or at least asked Laura to do it more regularly for me. Um, really, really nice. So let's talk about milkshakes, shall we? I like milkshakes. Does anyone like milkshakes? I, I like milkshakes. I fucking love milkshakes. Yeah, I fucking love milkshakes. I like milkshakes. I mean, he's still upset about Kuvia. Don't take those comments to heart, mate. No, I, I do like milkshakes, but I, I, what is there to say about milkshakes? I mean, we did an episode about flatbreads. So don't bring that in. Do you know what? I genuinely felt like I had more to say about flatbreads than I have about milkshakes. I mean, mate, oh, I, I consume this, consume milkshakes so irregularly, what? so Sorry. irregularly. Well, why is that then? Let's talk about that then. Right, I I think if I'm in some oh. a lot of places where I'm going, milkshakes aren't an option. Um, right, like <laughs> the pub, at the pub, <laughs> yeah, the pub, the news agents, um, <laughs> Aldi, Mark, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crack dens. How good would that be if the bank started doing milkshakes? Um, I have, I, I have had a couple Good of milkshakes. Talk. There's a, there's a, 
there was a board game cafe, a game cafe that opened up in Bolton that that sadly shut down now. Um, and they did milkshakes, so I had a milkshake in there, and they were nice. They didn't sell enough milkshakes. They didn't sell enough milkshakes, so I didn't buy and sat there thirsty, complaining how thirsty I was, but refusing to pay money for them. Um, I don't know. I like, I do like them. Like I really like them. I really enjoy them. They're an excellent drink. They're very yeah. indulgent, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. They're, they're borderline a meal, really. Yeah. Sometimes I, I I did used to swear by a, a, a old Mackey D's chocolate milkshake as a hangover cure, and I still do. I still do. If given the opportunity to go, if people are forcing me to go to a McDonald's, I have always got it in the back of my head. Though I'll get a chocolate milkshake and it'll be all right. <laughs> but <laughs> and have you still not had um, McDonald's for a while? Or I've not eaten any McDonald's food for for time. No, <laughs> maybe mm. at least a year. Oh, okay, fine, yeah. All right, well, okay, we'll, we'll keep Stuart out of the conversation then. Um, Michael, what, what is it that you like about milkshakes? Oh, variety, flavour, yeah. texture. Yeah. Oh, indulgence. VFT. No, yeah, I do, I do love a milkshake. Um, again, I could probably have them a little more frequently than I really right, do. Right. You're slagging me off for having milkshakes maybe once a year. After are you having a milkshake, sunshine? Once a month, you're having a milkshake once a month as an adult man. All right, once every week. I don't know what's normal. Where, where are you getting it? What like is there? A, is there a range of milkshakes that you're having? Like, are you counting? Like, do you still have a tub of Nesquik in the in the kitchen? You, so well, well, I mean, let's not preempt conversation. Let's not get stuck in it. I've spent at least ten minutes doing this schedule. Um, yeah, come on. Um, of course, you can answer the question, Michael. So I have, um, I'd say the most, the most frequent one I have is probably the Morrison's white chocolate, because if I'm walking down, if I'm going into Morrison's, which isn't often, it's every month or every couple of months. Um, if I'm going into Morrison's and I'm walking down that aisle, it's very unlikely that I won't pick that up. Um, and one thing I did have recently actually was the M&S white chocolate one. Fuck me, even better. Oh, my God. So those two, the, the white chocolate milkshakes from those uh, retailers, are spot on. And also, they're quite small bottles. I think they're 250 mil, maybe a little bit less. Um, and to be honest, with them, um, I will crack them open and have a little sip every like couple of hours. I'll, every time, Basically, every time I open the fridge, I'll have a sip um, rather than sessioning it. And that's that's just what I typically do. I don't always do that. Sometimes I will just smash the whole thing. So that's real tasty, real good. And that's probably where my frequency comes from. Um, they're for real. Absolutely love for real. They're a brilliant, uh, fairly new entry to the UK market, but I think they've been around a few years in the US. I don't know if you guys have ever seen them. Is that the machine they, one? That's it, yeah. The machine one is pretty much pure ice cream. And then you just stir it up and you tell the machine if you want it thick, uh, regular or thin or thinner. It's still not completely thin. Um, and they are. So th- I think I've had what I've had. I think I'd, um, I've definitely had cookies and cream. That's really good. Basically Oreo. I think I've had strawberry or I've had strawberry or chocolate. I can't remember which because I'd still need to have the other one. However, I've had the vanilla. Yeah, the vanilla is 
fucking incredible. Is it, it really turned up to 11 vanilla flavour? Yeah. It's like intense. It's like mold, slightly multi-leveled vanilla. So there is definitely a, like an air of like fake powerful French vanilla, but it's not just that because there's like other little vanilla notes and intense creamy rich. It is absolutely delicious. The vanilla for real, I will vouch the fuck out of. Um, yeah. I was uh, just counting that. I believe since the beginning of July, I've had four milkshakes. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Big milkshake month for me. I, I, I wouldn't say I have that many normally. I wouldn't necessarily be able to tell you the last one I had prior to that. However, they are, for me, probably my biggest uh, indulgence at the moment. Like I go through, we've talked about it on various other things. Like, I go through spells where there are things that I particularly get obsessed with, and whether it's a chocolate bar or something like that. But at the moment, I'm massive. The, the, the Option and ability to have a milkshake is a key thing for me at the moment. And I love, love it. I had uh, the, what did I have? What did you have? Uh, something from Five Guys. I'm trying to remember exactly what I had from Five Guys. I think it was coffee and caramel or something like that, or chocolate and caramel, something like that. Uh, biscuit had that and caramel? No, I didn't have the biscuit. I just noticed that they did have a biscuit, but I didn't actually have the have that. Um so I had that. I had uh, this one tonight, obviously, which is homemade banana. Uh, I've had McDonald's. I had a oh. strawberry one. I had a strawberry one. However, um, Laura also had a banana one just before, or, oh. or ordered a banana one, and I got a little bit of cheeky strawberry banana, and oh, it was mate. a cracking cheeky little mixture. Didn't intend for it. Didn't ask for it. But the, the little added bit of banananess to my strawberry was fascinatingly good. Oh, Nate. I've got, I've, I had an anecdote that I was going to share. Okay, I'll just do the last flavour and you can. Uh, the last <laughs> one was from uh, Flaming Cow uh, in Eton, as Stuart knows. Um, and it was peanut butter. And Ooh. it was... Oh, I oh. God, that's amazing. Yeah, so I am all about milkshakes. I just fucking love it. I mean, ultimately, it, if you go anywhere right, it's just drinkable ice cream, really. Yeah. Like, it's that is a perfect milkshake. That which was one of the questions is what makes a perfect shake? From, and for me, it's just it's thickness and <clears> just yeah, <throat> correct. I, I don't mind it being thick. I don't mind getting a bit of thickness in my mouth, um, and it just being very creamy, thick and creamy in my mouth is all I want. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, my, my anecdote is really just... It's just your anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> um, I ordered... Uh, ordered actually, actually, no, to be fair, I get I do get McDonald's um, milkshakes not infrequently, so I probably do have them once a month. Um, yeah, so I ordered a vanilla milkshake uh, probably three or four weeks ago from McDonald's, and it was fairly disappointing because... There's nothing wrong with a banana milkshake, but when you get banana when you haven't ordered it, sort of a little bit disappointing. And um, so that's what I had. I was clearly the last guy had banana, and it just completely dominated my milkshake. So it was yeah. a subpar McDonald's milkshake. However, in a fascinating twist, uh, Claire and I did an extremely rare thing this weekend, which we never do. Peggy. Um, but. <laughs> uh, we... <laughs> That's a rare. Um, 
We, uh, well, I, I know that I wanted pizza. I was gearing myself up for pizza all night. Uh, and then Claire sprung it on me at the last minute. She didn't fancy pizza. So we had different fast foods. I ordered pizza. And she ordered McDonald's. Now, not only was that unusual that we would do that, but Claire then did something that is just unbelievably out of character. I had to check her temperature afterwards. Um, she ordered a milkshake, which is very much not a Claire move. Claire is going for the uh, full sugar Coca-Cola. Um, but no, I saw, I gave her my phone to order it on the Uber apps. <laughs> I mean, this part of the story is great that you was going to basically confirm to us that she did order a milkshake <laughs> and you saw it. Carry on. Oh, it's also I called it Uber apps as well. <laughs> Like, how, how old is that? Like, just, uh, oh, on the, on the Nintendo uh, Entertainment Gaming uh, Part of the uh, Yeah, so she did it on the old Uber apps. Um, and I grabbed my phone back and I was like, vanilla milkshake. What? And again, vanilla. It's fairly out of character. I'd, I'd think of her more of a chocolate girl. Anyway. Back to Peggy. <laughs> anyway, um, hers arrived and she very, because we're in love. She very kindly gave me a sip. And I tell you, there was no banana. Uh, it was vanilla. But honestly, it was the strongest vanilla milkshake I've ever tried from McDonald's. Uh, it felt three times, it tasted three times stronger than any vanilla one I've ever had. The vanilla flavor was unbelievably strong. And it was actually the best milkshake I've had from McDonald's or sip thereof. Two questions. First one, uh, one to Nathan and one to Michael. Uh, Michael. How do you? What system have you got that measures the vanilliness that you can say three times as vanilla as any other McDonald's? And the, and the and the question to you, Nathan: You've had four, you've had four milkshakes since the start of July. Is this on a? Do you have a spreadsheet? How are you keeping track of your milkshake intake? <laughs> I think we should answer answer as seriously as we choose to. Um, I just have a very good palate. And I know how familiar <laughs> McDonald's milkshake is. I'd say it was three times. Simple. Uh, I just remember because I know how obsessed I am about milkshakes at the moment. So I just I, I I've remembered all of those milkshakes very keenly um, because they've all been winners. To be honest, every single one has has like I find I, I find McDonald's milkshakes nice, but nowhere near like the premium stuff. No, but even so, even so, the one I had because of the Surprise banana element. Um, <laughs> <laughs> surprise banana um, was was just really really tasty. So that's why I remember those four, and also because I knew that I wanted to do this podcast episode that I've been thinking about the the, the milkshakes I've been having recently. So I hope that answered your question. Yes, facetious, it has, yeah. facetious as it was. Um. So. Uh, that aside, we've got two uh, milkshake likers and one hater. Um, generally speaking, Michael, I, 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 aside from vanilla, which I get the impression is probably your main flavour, it seems to be the one you seem most orgasmic about. Yeah, the only one I've mentioned, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, what other flavours are you a fan of? I know you like a malted milkshake, but um, aside from that, what, what, what flavours do you like, fruit, fruit and non-fruit, if you will? Oh, God. Um, yeah, malted. So wherever the option for malted is, you have to take it because that will that will improve it, guaranteed. Um, so that's coming out. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably talk about Five Guys later. There's bound to be a, a Five Guys 
is there a five guys? Is there a five, is there a five guys bet? Uh, I haven't got one specifically, but um, you could bring it up now. I, mean, I know that someone lost it in the uh, sock bed. So, oh yeah, I could leave it for that. Did I put that in there? Um, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I did put the five guys one in there. Uh, yeah, leave it yeah, leave it to that. Give us something to talk about later on. <laughs> um, so, malt has to be in there. Peanut butter's probably second after vanilla, and. For a fruit, I'd probably go cherry. You don't see them often. I mean, I can only, I could probably only tell you a couple times I've had them. But yeah, cherry, man, cherry is a is a sick thing. I did do a cherry and Oreo from Five Guys once. You'll be very happy to know that they've taken cherry off of the uh, milkshake menu at Five Guys. Um, fuming, absolutely rigidly fuming with Five Guys. Oh, um, we'll, we'll take out cherry, but we'll bring in biscuit. Wait. That's not I'm, true because one of the new fla- one of the flavour suggestions is Bakewell. Uh, I'm sure it was cherry that they took out because I remember being particularly unhappy. I am fuming if that's true. My God, I thought uh, Bakewell was on the. I know it's no, it's there. I do to lie. What flavour they got rid of then? I'm sure, it was cherry. I must not have been looking very well. Oh well, I'm. I'm bullshitting anyway because um, it's strawberry milkshake, so I'm I am bullshitting. Don't know. Maybe, maybe they have removed it, mate. That's a fucking shocking decision. Do you remember it what is. we said? We'd we'd save the five guys chat for Sotmad, and then I know, talk, I know. But he just mentioned cherry. He guys. just mentioned cherry. He just mentioned cherry about five guys. So I wanted to clarify. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, Stuart, you, you like milkshakes. Um, what are your favourite flavours of milkshakes when you do have them once every year? Um, if, just, if, the, if there's an option, if there's an option for some kind of peanut butter, there's a there's a place near me. It's called Sweet Diner. It's like one of these, you know, one of these places that does milkshakes and ice creams and stuff. Um, uh, creams up there? I don't know we do, I yeah, did. we do get creams, but it's, this is an independent one. Um, uh, it's just it's it's up the road from me, and I went there literally uh, pretty much a year ago because it was on the th- Theo's last day of uh, last day of school last year. So we went for milkshakes, and I had a peanut butter and jelly. So that was peanut butter and strawberry flavour, um, which is nice. So peanut butter, and then I would say in terms of fruit, I've got, it's got a cherry like anything a black forest black forest flavours. Cherry, oh. fresh cream, and chocolate in a milkshake is wonderful. Um, yeah, so pe- any anything peanut butter, peanut buttery, and and anything cherryish. I'd, I'd take a, I'd take a chocolate milkshake. Bueno, Bueno is a nice milkshake flavor. So that oh. ha- hazelnut vibes is nice. Um, I'm not too f- much of a fan of, uh, of 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 biscuits in my milkshake. I could cope. I don't hate them, but I'd rather my milkshake was a little less lumpy in in that biscuity way. So, like a cookies and cream or a biscoff or whatever. I'd rather, I'd rather it was. It, I, I didn't have lumps of cookie in it. Although, if someone offered me one of those big freak shakes that's just got, you know, four thousand calories of stuff stuck to stuck in the top of it, I'll happily take that. Uh. That's actually an interesting question, MJ. How do how do lumps fit into your milkshake enjoyment? 
Um, yeah, I definitely don't dislike uh, biscuit ones. Like Oreo milkshakes are brilliant. Um, the hard shakes from TGI Fridays uh, concentrate a lot on, on Oreos, and and that's amazing. I really like that. Um, Stuart did just mention freak shakes there, though, and actually, uh, I'm, I don't quite... That doesn't really appeal to me. Um, I don't really care about having spread on the outside of the glass and then just because, A, that creeps me out a little bit anyway, having spread on the outside of the glass and then all this cake on the outside. It's a little bit overkill. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't covered freak cakes in this, but I think it's probably in Sockmed. Um, I don't mind... Um, I don't mind a bit of texture in my milkshake, actually. I like a bit of, like, Oreo or biscuit or what I like... <sighs> Yeah, I'm not going to mention it because it's in Five Guys. But there are some places where it's not just biscuit. There's a lot of people that just obviously just, you know, stir up some biscuit into it or, or, or whatever. But when you get other places that actually have, like, bits of the actual fruit in there, like banana or something like that, that's quite nice. I, I, I'm I'm a fan. I like it nice and smooth, but equally I like a bit of texture in there as well, just to make what, it a bit interesting. One milkshake that is very textured that I do fucking love, and that's Crushums. Okay, big fan of Crushems with the ice as well. Bring, Never bring that temp. Had one. That's KFC, right? Yeah, yeah KFC. Yeah. Oh man, you got to try Crushem. I've equally not had them, and the idea of ice in there. Oh, you've not, not. You've not had one at all. I don't think so. No. Wow. It's weird. It's weird because I'll happily from a McDonald's have um, either a milkshake or a McFlurry or any type of ice that they do there, but. Outside of that, like uh, Burger King and KFC, I've just never, just never decided to have anything outside of Coca Cola or whatever. Well, I just don't. Pepsi, yeah. Yeah, Pepsi. Um, um, fuck, you need to do that then, because yeah, the, the so the ice, the, the ice does change it. Let's be clear. Uh, it obviously makes it much colder, so it's a it's very cold, but that makes it very refreshing and also a little bit lighter as well. Um, it is. They are absolutely delicious. I think they're. I think they're easily better than McDonald's milkshake. Wow! Oh, easily. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I will try. I. I think I did want to have one once, and they didn't have like the, the machine wasn't working or something. I was like, ah, oh, fuck you, man. Um. In terms of flavors, I I would probably echo you guys very much. Like uh, peanut butter or salted caramel, I guess, mm-hmm. would be another. Or just caramel in general, I guess. Yeah. Um, for for non fruit and for fruit, cherry, uh, banana. Not mad strawberry fan, although I have had, I will have it every now and again. Um, I do like mixtures. I do like places that will allow you to have more than one thing, like rather than it just being oh you can have banana milkshake and that's it. Yeah. I do like when you can mix it up a little bit and be a bit more creative with it. That's fun. Like a banana and caramel is peng. And those places um, like Shakeaway have become quite popular, haven't they, where they do blend the chocolate bars in, as Stuart sort of touched upon a bit. Correct, which I do quite like. Although saying that, we Uxbridge had at least two, both of which are closed down now, so I don't know if people have decided to deviate away from it or whether there's the likes of five guys entering Uxbridge, for example, or just people going in there for a bit more premium product. I don't, I don't know. Mm. But obviously that's a big... That's a big um, a big thing that's hit the uh, hit the high streets over the last what ten years? No, a bit more than that, a bit less than that, five years or so. Yeah. The, these sort of chocolate bar 
thingamajigs. I don't know what you would call them, milkshake bars. Yeah, blended, blended shakes, maybe. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I, I like the idea of them. Um, and yeah, the hay is not one. Things like um, Ferrero Rocher in a milkshake, very nice, very nice indeed. This is Timmy. Timmy. Say hi, Timmy. Hi. Timmy doesn't know what podcast to listen to because people don't leave a review. Isn't that, isn't right? that right? That's right. And isn't it also true you're true an orphan? orphan? Absolutely. There you have it. Conclusive evidence that orphans, and definitely not me using a higher pitched voice, have a harder life because you don't leave a podcast but review. Reviews today. today. Save an orphan. And, uh, and the other one. What's the, what's the... Crusher. Crusher. Not to be confused with Crushums, of course. Um, no. Are they any good? <clears throat> so, uh, interestingly, so I got sent a Degusta box uh, the other day. Um, yeah. Don't know, yeah, this is an audio, audio holding podcast. Up, holding up a Degusta box. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, it had, a, I think, a fairly new product in there, which was Nesquik Natural. I think it's called Nesquik Natural. It is uh, sugar and uh, raw cocoa powder, I think. And it was the first time I'd had any kind of Nesquik product in years. Like, in terms of milkshake, I haven't had it probably in, I, I mean, I can't remember, 10 plus years. Um, that does remind me, actually. I will touch on a fond early memory of mine, though. Um, oh. And it, it was. No, we don't want any of your early memories. We don't, we're no, not... it's, it's a fond early memory. Sure. Garage was a, shot, a fond early memory. <laughs> um, and this Nesquik is absolutely bloody delicious. I highly recommend it. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the old Nesquik stuff was really into them. They did the occasional limited edition flavour, and I might as well talk about my anecdote now. Um, when I was, must have been around the age of 10 to 12-ish, um, uh, my father and I made some fudge using chocolate, limited edition chocolate fudge flavor Nesquik. So there you go. Um, yeah, I just remembered that. Um, but yeah, Nesquik it, in general. Nice? Yeah, I seem to remember it being nice. Um, uh, the only, the, only, the other, the other thing I want to mention on this subject before I hand over to you guys, um, is that Crusher, uh, I think Crusher are brilliant. They release a fair few limited edition flavors. I know they've just brought back the lime flavor, to a lot of people's interest. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of lime flavoured candies, but actually I do quite like key lime pie, so I, I might, I'm sort of eager to try it in a weird, weird way. I think I might enjoy it with the creaminess and the milkiness, like a key lime sort of flex. Um, but I think the, the Crusher, uh, the Raspberry Crusher, is absolutely delicious. Uh, and it's a flavour that you don't see. So again, you know, you guys know I always like the unique stuff or the more different stuff. And to my knowledge, they're the only sort of big brand that do a raspberry milkshake. And it is delightful. Probably my favourite store-bought milkshake, actually. There you go. I uh, I don't think I've ever had a crusher. I'm, I'm not convinced I, that I have. If I have, it was a long time ago and I don't remember. Um, Nesquik, obviously, standard. Have had in my life many a time. Uh, they're fine. They are fine. They do. They, you know, they do a job. Obviously, it's it's a 
a milky milkshake rather than a thick milkshake. And ultimately, you uh, certainly the way I've ever made them, you end up with clumps of horrible Nesquik at the bottom, yeah, which exactly. never really, never fully dissolves. That sort of makes it a horrible uh, ending to it. But they're, they're fine, I guess. They, they scratch an itch, but obviously compared to anything proper ice cream jobby out there. <laughs> Um, um, did, Nate, I please, I, re, I request you buy a uh, Raspberry Crusher, please, in that case. Maybe. Uh, it's interesting you say that. Raspberry and lime are obviously quite bitter, um, sour flavours. So I don't, I don't, does that think work more, with a milkshake? Think more drumstick for the raspberry one. Yeah. It's not, right. it's not sour, it's nice. Right, okay. Um, but no, I was just going to say, like, lime, for example, then. You know, lime is obviously a very sour flavour. Like, how does that work with milkshake? I think the creaminess would completely counteract it. It's the only the only citrus fruit, really. You know, it's weird that milkshakes is one of the only vehicles for flavour that we don't get an orange one. Because orange is just ubiquitous in everything. I don't think milkshakes work particularly well with citrus, though I have had lime milkshakes. Would milkshake work? Would a pineapple milkshake work? Would a a, a, le, a, le, a lemon milkshake? No, just mm. but lime. It's it's that artificial limeness, isn't it? It's the starburst lime. That's mm. what we're talking about. That that tang rather than. So I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before that whenever I see orange flavor ice cream at like a scoop store, I'll, I'll usually buy it because it's uncommon yeah. and absolutely delicious. Um, so actually, I've got some uh, I've got some orange um, flavouring in the cupboard. So I think I might I think I might do the orange milkshake. I, I imagine if it was if you were to have that, that would be very much like the what are they called in America, dreamsicles or whatever they call yeah, them. The, yeah, precisely. I imagine I imagine it's similar to that sort of flavour where the, the, there's a lot of vanilla which tempers the uh, the, the, the acidic part of um, the citrus part of the the, the fruit. Um, okay. cool. Uh, yeah, mate, I mate, I probably won't get the crush to make if I'm honest. Uh, but I, I, I'll take it on board. I'll speak to the committee. Uh, we'll, we'll make it, we'll, we'll let you have an official decision in the next 28 days. Um, but no, thank you for putting it to us. Um, pr- this is going to be weird because obviously Stuart's obviously sort of suggested he's not really a milkshake person. I was, no. No, 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 no! I didn't mean like that. I just meant that you don't have as much of an opinion on it as necessarily anything else, right? That's all I meant. I wasn't, I wasn't just coming try, at you. Just stop trying to minim- try to minimise me. Right, I'm not trying to minimise min- min- you. Are minimize. Trying to, you try, try to minimise me. I like milkshakes as much as the next man. I just don't have that many of them. I don't have a lot of experience. And what you try to do is because I'm less experienced, you try to minimise my opinion. Yeah. Com- comparably to people who've had more milkshakes, and that's that's a terrible thing to do. Not well, really, not, on is it? You're, no. you're, the, you're the one that just said you don't have much of an opinion. You, I think you even started the whole thing. You might have even sent a message that you don't have much of, a, of an opinion on them. You could have. You what you could have done as a good friend is you could have you could have supported me and you could have given me some confidence and just said no. Don't put yourself down. You might not have much experience, but your opinion is still as valid as everyone. Instead of just taking that on board and just going, all right, one minute, we'll use that little nugget. Fuck him off. And, and just just, just mini- minimise him and, and rail- railroad him and just do this. Like, not give him... You didn't even ask me about Crusher or Nesquik. Ask me about Crusher or Nesquik. Go on. Ask me the question that you asked him. 
Should I crush her on Nesquik? Don't know. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. I haven't really got an opinion. <laughs> See, now I don't know if that's true or not, or if you're just doing a bit. Sure, but not, I'm, I'm not having it for a long sure. time, innit? Stuart, boozy shakes. Uh, <laughs> never had one, no opinion. Um, I'd, I'd have one. Yeah. I'd very much have one. What would you have? What would what would what do you think? You you go into some restaurant for argument's sake, uh, and they've got yeah. some they've got some hard shakes on yeah. the uh, yeah. on the menu. What what, what do yeah. you think would would be the one that would yeah. grab you? Yeah, tell you tell you what tell you what I'm thinking. I'm thinking thinking bourbon. Yeah, I'm Stand. thinking I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm going to call it I'm going to call call it double bourbon with a cherry on top, and it's it's bourbon whiskey with a bourbon vanilla milkshake. Right. With with cherry with a cherry on it double bourbon with a cherry on top that's that's nice. what I'm calling it I think that'd be lovely I'd take an amaretto milkshake every day of the week yeah every Stands. day of the week um, it has yeah. to be for me uh, what, one of those what would the milkshake of that be just like vanilla or do you think <sighs> an amaretti I think I think with the amaretto milkshake we're going for that we're going for that Bakewell flavors so we'll yeah cherry. we'll take we'll take vanilla and we'll take cherry again I think cherry. Is going to be ubiquitous in a in a boozy shake for me. What what would I want in a chocolate one? Maybe, maybe chocolate. Obviously, uh, <laughs> brandy might work nicely in a chocolatey one. Or maybe you could even go kind of uh, Central American Aztec. You could do a spice chocolate and tequila milkshake. Don't know wow. that that might work quite nicely. That's that's what I was gonna say. Is like what 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 actually flip it on its head a little bit. What do you think wouldn't work? What sort of type of alcohol wouldn't work? Beer. Yeah, beer. Okay, spirits wise. Vodka. Vodka. Gin. Do you not think gin would work? No. Too bitter, too fragrant. Interesting. It needs to be something that's got some. I think a dark. I think darker spirits. Tia Maria. Oh well, absolutely, but that's a that'd probably work. That would work with like a chocolate or something like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Are you saying wait? We saying would or wouldn't? Wouldn't. Well, you don't think Tia Maria would work, Michael? Oh no, sorry. I've, I thought we were doing wood. I'd like to no. see maybe you do. Um, maybe you pep your your orange one up with a bit of Cointreau. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, a bit of Cointreau in a chocolate milkshake. Chocolate, oh. chocolate orange vibes. Yeah. What about? I'd imagine like a Malibu. Would potentially work with like, Could you, yeah. I mean, a pina colada borderline is a milk. It, yeah, it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, peach snaps. Nah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it working because that's another flavour you don't necessarily see a lot of in milkshakes, like peach, like yeah, anything. Pe- like you peach, say, peach and raspberry go for that Melba vibe. Yeah, Melba vibe. Um, I actually had peach and raspberry ice cream from Hagen Dazs the other day. Nice. Nice. That, I, I should have made a milkshake out of it actually. Yeah. Basically, I often throw ice creams away because I like, tr- yeah, often because I like trying. So to put it, <laughs> to put it in, this is going to sound awful, but and actually, it's almost a complete counter a counterpoint to my argument. For example, this week I bought <laughs> this week I bought three tubs of ice cream. <laughs> Right, um, but often I will like if I see the new Hagen Dazs, I will buy it. Realize that I'm not that like, I love our Hagen Dazs in general, but I'm not crazy about the flavour. And then I will throw it away because I need to make room for other stuff. 
It'll never be so, able to just randomly throw it away. It'll be so you, making you, room. Essentially, what you're saying is you're spending like five pounds potentially for maybe like a couple of scoops of ice cream. Correct. You're you are. I mean, you, you realise you're you're admitting this on a on a podcast where people pay money. We can edit this. We can edit this fast. We're not no, editing it. Do you not? No, do you no, not no, ever no, think just, about like, just like the last two minutes? No, I'm not editing that. Do you do you not th- do you ever think about like giving the ice cream to people? Like, um, just leave it on the doorstep. I mean, even if it, even if it ends up melting, it's, you know, you're still throwing it away. The problem is though, no one's going to take your used ice cream because they know how much of a dirty double spooner you are. <laughs> yeah, it's fair, isn't it? Yeah, that's weird, Michael. Stop. I, either either eat your ice cream or stop buying the ice cream. What's the yeah, point? So I... What's the point of? Uh, what are you making space for? More ice cream. More ice cream. Just eat the one you like, or stop buying them. Oh. Stop buying ice creams that you just admitted. I, I buy them and then I don't really like them. So... I know, hundred percent. No, I'm not going to eat them. Stop doing it. The reason I said it's a total counterpoint to my argument this week is because this week I've bought three flavours that I know I'm going to annihilate. But point being is, if you stop doing that, you won't have to sell comics anymore. You'll have saved yourself 50 quid a month. I'd probably own every variant cover of Invincible, wouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Just just bad, isn't it? It's like people who give up smoking and suddenly realise how much disposable cash they've got. Yeah, someone needs to save you now. from yourself. Jesus Christ, prick! The fucking thing, the things you, it annoys. It annoys me. Yeah, that you're buying ice cream, a beautiful product like that, and that you're not even. I don't think I've ever had an ice cream that I've found bad enough that I would throw it away. Like I will at least finish it. At worst, it's like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, and you have to I'm wait. Ne- you have to wait a week before you buy that next ice cream that you want because you haven't finished <laughs> the ice cream that you that you still need to work your way through. But like we we understand that he's an idiot, and we put up with so much, and then every now and again, he just lets us into like some of the weirdest behaviour known to mankind. <laughs> there's there's things that he says, and we take the piss out of. Yeah, but realistically, we we, we are just taking the piss out of them for fun and no. for just ribbing yeah. and then stuff like that happens and I'm genuinely disappointed in him yeah. in every possible way a human being could be yeah this that's not right Michael <laughs> I buy food to just try it and throw it away no it's only if I'm you really... do that you might as well just take a spoon into the supermarket save yourself <laughs> some money like people do with grapes just do that yeah. <laughs> you get away with it realistically they don't even prosecute um like shoplifters do they because it's not worth it like no one's going to say anything it to says, you no, it says shoplifters will be prosecuted don't yeah it? but they don't bother and partic- oh, if, you, if you literally stood in the freezer freezer aisle with a spoon I think people would clock it but if you were just casually oh, yeah. walking around the supermarket having a spoon of the ice cream people would assume you were going to pay for it on the way out like with the grapes and then oh. you just stick it on the jam shelf <laughs> <laughs> stealing stealing and ruining ice cream in the supermarket is more acceptable than what you're doing currently Michael yeah that's better yeah I hadn't realised that was better okay yeah I think I'll have to yeah I think I'll have to and then film it that. and then film it for channel 5 <laughs> well yeah go, 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 go. 
Channel 5 again this week, wasn't he? There he is. Mr. Television. Yeah. Did, Cap- a, did a rerun, didn't they? Captain Channel 5, how much did you get paid for your repeats fee? Credit, that was. Credit instead of... Uh, instead of ah, yeah, yeah. Ex- ex- exposure, yeah. On-screen credit, yeah. Got a message from uh, our friend, Cal, Cal-, Cal- Fu. So, yeah, that's so what I'm watching on TV. Just to be explicitly clear, guys, I appeared on a television show that Channel 5 made about crank calls. Uh, actually, I was more fraudulent calls, really, wasn't it? And I, one of my uh, pranking the incoming caller videos turned up on, on there, so that was good. Have you had any of them recently? No, no. Completely they've, died off the last couple of years, yeah. They've, they've realised. Yeah. I mean, like everyone, I get the... Uh, I get the the uh, have you been in an accident ones, and I will say I will say yes to them, and then they'll put me on with a um, a real person, and I'll say yeah, I, I was in a pretty bad accident actually. I lost a, I lost my torso and my my all my limbs, so I'm just a head now. But they hang up by that point. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think they'd enjoy that? <laughs> yeah, you would think so, wouldn't you? Break up the day a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think I got maybe one or two prank calls during my customer service career, and uh, yeah, I didn't get enough. Definitely didn't get get enough. Bear, bearing in mind, they probably just get a load of. Can you please take my fucking number off your list? <laughs> that sort of attitude. I'd have thought the occasional little jokey comment like that would be like, oh, guess what we said. Yeah, so, exactly. Hey, guys. Exactly. Guy pretending he's head again. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so that's boozy shakes. Uh, last thing on this before we move on to sock med. Would a savoury shake work? Is there any savoury food? The reason is again coming back to Five Guys. We've we've got you know they, they have the bacon uh, that they've thrown in there. I'm just wondering whether anything else because I mean cheese butter a cheese milkshake. That's interesting. It's the only thing really that that I think would work. Because the bacon isn't a savoury milkshake, is it? It's it's applying a salty element to a sweet product, which is exactly which is what people which... do in the twenty first century. Um yeah. a cheese milkshake. I would be surprised if one of these Michelin chefs like your uh, what's he called? The one with the who looks like Moby, Heston Blumenthal. If you if you if you Heston Blumenthal's of the world haven't done some kind of Parmesan milkshake, um, a something and walnut milkshake, goat's yes. cheese and goat's cheese and walnut milkshake. Yeah, because uh, they do actually describe the bacon now slightly differently on the Five Guys menu. They describe it as the mixing, which I know it is, but it, it, I don't know. It seems to now be in with the flavours rather than as its own separate thing. So I'm just wondering whether they've devised a bacon milkshake, which uh, I certainly wouldn't want to ask. Um, yeah. A bacon milkshake? Oh uh, Yeah, the peanut butter and bacon. But that's but that's the bits, right? You don't, it's not yeah, oh yeah, the bits. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, so that's the point. Is like now. Previously, they used to. Just, it used to be like you'd have the flavors, and underneath it'd be like add bacon, blah blah blah. Oh, Whereas right. now, bacon bacon is in with the flavors, almost suggesting it is a flavor rather than just a sort of hard mixing. Anyway, Stuart's gonna get angry if we start talking about five guys too much at this point. Um, but 
correct. Uh, tomato. I mean, that's a fruit, isn't it? So, <sighs> I'm, not, I'm not down with that. Yeah, it's exactly for me. It's exactly what Stuart said. The, I, because there are savoury flavours that can definitely go in milkshake, but they'd be accompanying a sweet element. Mm. Now, I'm the type of person who doesn't really like like intensely creamy and rich savoury things. I, uh, I love macaroni cheese, but I don't like the macaroni cheese that is completely sodden in white sauce and all this like overly cheese saucy things. I'm not makes me um it's a bit strong on the old palate for me so i think i'd probably struggle with most um uh savory milkshakes because I, I think of like the uh, obviously the, the the infamous mc chicken mcnug chicken mcnugget mcflurry but that again is the combination of sweet and savory and yeah. crispy and hot and salty uh, and anchovy and olive oh, oh god you've lost this one Listen, sardines. I, I don't know. Oh, oh God! I'm asking. I'm asking, I'm asking a serious question, and what you're doing is just hate speech. <laughs> I don't know uh, why you would, why you're doing I think that. The thing I'm saying, right? I think realistically, you need to make your ice cream from something so that it's not a, a vanilla ice cream. So mm. you'd be looking at making some kind of cheese ice cream, and there are things like that. Yeah, I, I I've had. More set. I think what was it? I've had like a blue Stilton ginger and dark beer ice cream before. Right. Which wow. Uh, so in theory, I, I found it a bit much. Uh, the blue cheese was a bit much when you got to it. But if you made a cheese-based ice cream, so that you fl- rather than having sweet vanilla flavors, you had more complex savory cheese flavors, then you could use that to fashion a more savoury milkshake but it'd have to come from that cheese ice cream base yeah crazy yeah I just tried to google to see if there's anything about it and I've just found an article that says about savoury savoury and spicy flavours are making their way into dairy and it talks about things like uh, what did I just see Uh, uh, peach peach chipotle, pineapple chilli so I can sort of see maybe spice being introduced in a way, because obviously the spice and the creaminess would, would counteract each other. Um, but I can't find anything that is specifically more savoury. I don't know why I thought this would be an interesting question. I just, I don't know. I just, I just thought, is there is there an opportunity? Because obviously we are now seeing a lot of cross pollination when it comes to sweet and savoury, and just whether there was an opportunity there with with the likes of bacon and stuff like that being added to some places, but. Just didn't know if there was anything that I was being silly and miss, missing. Kidney and, two, like a... kidney and two mustard milkshake. Oh, get in. Oh. Dried, sh- dried shrimp milkshake. Um, Dead prawn. <laughs> or you wouldn't want living prawn, would you? Probably not. <laughs> might be a little... Might Swim, be a little food challenge out there. Swimming in your milkshake. <laughs> Churning Do you want a goldfish yeah. with that, sir? <laughs> Little antennas shaken, shaken or stirred, just stick some prawns in it. They'll do it. <laughs> no, they'll do that every year. Cool story. Have I got anything else on milkshakes? I don't know. I don't think I do. Suck made me. Actually, I, I want to say one quick thing. Um, <clears throat> pretty important. Skittles milkshake. Oh, of course, we, we wouldn't be here, be here without it. So. Yeah, yeah. We we might not be. We might all be happy instead. 
Sup, man. Social media. Suck, man. It's time for questions that you posted on all the platforms that you utilize to provoke our replies. Although increasingly our posts in the forms of statements that require no response, as opposed to the questions we requested in our initial posts on the aforementioned Suck, man. Is there going to be a frock wrapped album soon? I yeah, I thought this before that we, there should be some sort of thing. There's got to be a now. That's what I call frack. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. I think Stuart's happy about the idea. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest, sounds, seems... sounds like more work for Stuart. I could if you no, ping, it, ping it, ping it, over to me. I'll sort it out. Could you not? I mean, you still got to do the work. Joking aside, could you not just release them as are? Individually, what little twenty-second songs about yeah. Michael? Yeah, as little as little podcasts, mini podcasts. I could do yeah, little that. Just or, 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 or even if you, or even if you wanted to do them as one, just stitch them all together and then just do full it one, one cheek full album. <laughs> Love it. Um, social media bonglangs, bongers, never is. Never really liked milkshakes. The fudge brownie from fridge is amazing, though. I remember every lunchtime in school, used to get a juice and a chocky yahoo and walk out the school and enjoy my lunch break, year 10 till the end of year 11. Um, Bong Langs also says, can I get a cider review for my birthday? Uh, I can't remember when his birthday is, but potentially, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. look into that a little. Has his birthday been already? Don't know. It's in August, isn't it? Is it? Bong Long's I think it's about day, the mate. 21st of August, I want to say. Oh, is it? Yeah, we something like that. We'll probably do yeah, it. If, if, if not officially, then certainly in the group or something like that. I'm yeah. sure I can, I can rustle something up. Let me know what you'd like me to try. Yeah, that's it. Perfect. Lovely. Thank you. Oli Splinski. Oli. Oli. Lime Crusher used to be such a brilliant product. Have you guys had it? Here he is. Um, no. So yeah, I think I said earlier I've not tried it, but I'm sort of quite curious to. Uh, will you will you re- review that? Will that be an official review? Yeah, I would review. I would official review that. I think. Good. Do that, then. Yeah. and then probably throw the rest of the bottle away. Yeah, make space. Yeah. Um, I will. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out for it because I know it's. I think it's limited edition. I'll have a look. I'm sure they've got in Asda, but we just don't go to Asda often. Is it just ice cream that you treat like that, or is it? Uh, is it a lot of other foods? It's frozen stuff because we haven't got a very big freezer. All right. So it's yeah, it is only it is only frozen stuff, and typically ice cream takes up the most room. So so fucking angry. Carry on. I know. I'm sorry. My my heart broke the other day because I've been a very big advocate for farm foods recently, and right. I will say ninety percent of what I have has, has have had has been incredible. 
blow me away. I'm surprised more people don't talk about farm foods. How well for? Um, I bought a two litre tub of bubble gum from there, uh, and it was not good. So that had to, that had to get. That's I mean, I understand if you didn't like it. I'll, I'll say that if you if you really genuinely buy ice cream and you don't like it, then you know there's no point eating it for the sake of eating it. I get that. But it sounds like you're just buying stuff that's not even that bad and just throwing it away just because you've got this vicious the cycle of coming, yeah. <laughs> treating ice cream badly. It is basically that. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't lie. It is basically that. And then you go and moan that Ben and Jerry's are phoning in their favours. Well, maybe they just don't care anymore, mate, because you're just throwing away ninety percent of their stuff. <laughs> oh God, that's sort of true. Yeah. Carry on. Next one. Maddie Madworld says, "Madders, Welders, moo." Nice, correct. Another M. Smith, Mike Smudger, uh, who you will be able to hear on the uh, Dyson Desire podcast. Slick yeah, plug there. Well done, Nathaniel. Yeah. Nathaniel, yeah. Do we now have to stick it in? Oh. oh, milkshakes are my jam. So here's some questions for you. Why put some on toast? <laughs> Probably would. Would work. Thick oh. or thin, which is better? Thick. thick. Um, yeah, thick. When I was at Sixth Form College, we used to very, very occasionally go to McDonald's uh, and at breakfast time, and I would get the English muffin with butter and jam and a strawberry milkshake, and I would butter and jam my muffin and then put some strawberry milkshake on it as well. Oh, wow, lad. Fusions. And I but... did a McFlurry hamburger once, and I got... You were really just the pioneer. Yeah, I was, yeah. Because this, this was in but, 1922. <laughs> I also imagine Stuart probably put a, a decent amount on there rather than just probably just caking your burger in McFlurry. <laughs> yeah, that was an awful video. You, yeah. You've seen it, yeah? I, I, I remember it, yes. Yeah. That and the fluff burger or whatever it was. Oh, just too, too much. Yeah. You just put too much. Yeah, those were two that I just sort of you could see he was losing his marbles. Him. <laughs> uh, milkshake straws. What's the point? They're crap. Yeah, they uh, yeah basically agree yeah. with that. Metal yeah. ones. Uh, Big wide straws. So I will say that Laura and I have invested in some um, silicone straws, yep. which we are now taking out and about with us. And it, is, it genuinely is a game changer. I, listen, I understand the environment. I want to protect the environment. I'm not against it in, in the, the theory behind paper straws. But when it comes to milkshakes, paper straws can go in the bib. Reusable straws. Just buy yourself some straws. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I Maybe he is talking about that. I thought he was talking about the little pellets in the straw. What? Oh. Yeah. He sure. probably is. But he, Could I be either. My point, no, he's talking about the paper, paper straws, not those magic straws. No, yeah. So he's... Yeah, I, I, he's... Yeah, maybe. I... I, I so what read what did he say again Paper straws. milkshake straws question mark what's the point they're crap and it, yeah it honestly applies to well, both yeah. yeah but i think he's probably i think he actually means the ones with the little pellets in oh. but our, our point is probably more valid yeah <laughs> not not the answer you wanted but the <laughs> the answer you've got uh number three mcdonald's tropical shake in the 90s did you try it nope. i didn't don't remember don't yeah. remember it nope. don't remember it no nope. And number four, do you think we'll ever get the shamrock shakes in the UK? Like, would you want it? Do you know what it is? So, 
think the shamrock is the it's what they do in for St Patrick's Day in America. Certainly, McDonald's and Starbucks bring it out, and it is I believe it's a mint choc uh, milkshake. And yes, I would fucking love it. I mm. uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe. I'm I'm not sure about a mint milkshake. Oh mate. Barnum and Bailey's from TGI Fridays. Good grief. That's never been, never going to go. I'm going next week, I think, or the week after. So. Lad. I'll pretend you're with me, Stuart. Well, that'll do for me. Yeah. I'll say, no, I'll say no milkshakes, please, if we don't like them. <laughs> Excellent. One raspberry crusher, please. <laughs> X underscore Amelia Hills underscore X. Amelia's. Underscores us. Does anyone have any idea what they put in McDonald's milkshake to make it so fucking good? When I was younger and had a bad day, my dad would take me to McDonald's for a milkshake. Also, I seem to be the only one who hates strawberry milkshake. Am I alone in this? Um, I do not get strawberry milkshake pretty much ever. Not a massive fan. wouldn't say I hate it, but despite the fact that I ordered it recently... um, That's a lie, actually. I didn't order it recently. Basically, I went in... Laura said to me, oh, can you get me a strawberry, oh, no, maybe get me a banana milkshake. By the time I got into McDonald's, I'd forgotten which one she actually wanted, so I got both of them. She wanted the banana, so I then had the strawberry, and it was fine, and and, and actually was a lot nicer because of the added banana-ness. Um, that's a loving husband right there. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my story. And that's, that's, just remi- chocolate, that, then? that's just... That's just reminded me, I have had, actually had five milkshakes because I've just remembered I've had a, a banana and a strawberry from McDonald's. If you'd had a spreadsheet, uh, you wouldn't have made that mistake. Exactly, but <laughs> Stuart, sometimes, sometimes making mistakes is the most beautiful thing we can do. Mistakes? Yeah, that, even that mistake itself is beautiful. Where um, nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> no, no regards. Um, they don't know that. Um, <laughs> Warren Minute. Warren's what's what's, some, what's something that you have thought to add to a milkshake that others might find odd <laughs> spunk yeah no um, no no um, uh, yeah just come no. <laughs> uh, nothing that I've specifically thought about myself but obviously I imagine the bacon thing from Five Guys is odd to, to, to summon many um, other than that, I can't think that I've I've actively thought about adding anything to a milkshake. Well, I mean, what would be what would be what would be possible but weird? Toast, tomato, tomato. Um, here's one. I've just had I've just had a thought. Then of something that I think would go nicely in the milkshake that I don't think we see very often: maple syrup. Yeah, the ma- the maple milkshake would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. How about Ritz crackers? Something like that for a bit of texture or whatever. How about mackerel? No. <laughs> no, you're being silly now. Stop being silly. We've already got one person on here who's supposed to be silly. Jalapenos. That would possibly work. Wow. Awful. Also, no. who do you think makes a better milkshake out of the hosts of Frock Unwrapped? And why do you think it's Nate? Because I have five in a month. <laughs> not according to the spreadsheet well, uh, Michael Michael only has powdered milkshake Nate has a wife 
who makes proper blended milkshakes, and I keep talking about putting fish in milkshakes. So there's <laughs> there's your answer. Oh shit! Again, I can't even argue with that. I'd like to put myself in because I'm arrogant and uh, I'm great. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let Laura have that one. Um, yeah, Laura wins. Well done, Laura. Michael C. Gulliver. Gullers. Gullers. Is it a punishable offence if an establishment uses ice, ice to make Baby. milkshake? Um, no, to be honest, because uh, as I touched on Crushems earlier, they lighten them up and they freeze them down, and it's a different experience. I don't want ice I, in my milkshake. I, I, I just know that I like a very, like, I like a milkshake that is like <coughs> to get through the straw. Yeah. And so the concept of ice in there really worries me because I just feel like that is going to make it a horrible, watery mess. Are you 100% sure that it's the milkshake that you love when really you just love sucking? There is. And what's wrong with that? Now, you're busy tonight. <laughs> what's wrong with that? If that's what I like doing, I don't know why you're trying to shame me. Joe Camp. Campus. Does, does oh, you got to be on the ball tonight, Nate? You got to be quicker because if, if you if you don't go for it, I'm gonna I'm gonna steamroll you. Campus. <laughs> does Oreo milkshake make it into food heaven? Yes. No. Uh, I know then. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, maybe I wouldn't. I wouldn't veto it, but I certainly wouldn't think of it as a. Certainly wouldn't think of it as a, a, a heaven food. Mr. Five Shakes can't even put one in. Oh. <laughs> I just, Let's not be... talk about Nathan's impotence on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am quite important. J. James Waller. W- Wallers. Waller, Waller, Waller. How do we feel about bacon in a milkshake, Five Guys style? I think we've done that. And this is so. This is our final. This is our final uh, comment. And I, I'm toying with the idea. I think we should. Can I just oh. actually? Because we didn't really talk about it. Can I just say on the bacon in the in the Five Guys milkshake? Uh, two things I will say about the uh, Five Guys milkshake in, in general. One is one is that it is one of the establishments that allows you to have a mixture of flavors, and I like that. And it allows them to have a bit of creativity and try and try new things, try new combinations, and I like that. Whereas a lot of places, it will just be a set yeah. menu of things, and that is ultimately what you've got. So I, I like that. I agree. Yeah, the customization element is fantastic. Exactly. And on the bacon thing, I would say, having tried it twice, I quite like it, except for my biggest issue with it is because of the the weight and the density of the bacon is what you actually end up is with a lot of bacon pieces at the end. Yeah. If that, if that was more, if that was distributed more within the, the milkshake itself and you were getting them at a regular pace so that you weren't ended up with a, just a lump of hard bacon at the end. Yeah. I think it would be a better experience. Totally. So it's nice when it's nice when you're getting it with the milkshake, the saltiness and the texture goes, if you get something like peanut butter or something like that, that it goes well with works perfectly. But then you just end up not getting as, as much and you just get, like I say, a load of bacon at the end, which is nice on its own, but then it sort of defeats the object of having in the milkshake in the first place. Yeah, totally. Uh, now, I really like the idea of uh, doing like a comment of the month or comment of the episode. Um, okay. So I think we need to bring that in. Now, guys, if you have any ideas for the name, what we could name this, why don't you go over to the Frack Unwrapped and Fans Facebook page 
and leave your suggestions for what we can call this on there to give you a sort of a, a, a flavour, an example. On the Jake and Amir podcast, um, If I Were You, they sometimes award the golden mic to whoever has been the best presenter out of those two. Um, you would say that your name's Mike. Well, who, whoever's, and then who, well. And then it's like could it equally be the, the golden Nate or the golden Stuart? No, no, it's like microphone, isn't it? It's like yeah, yeah. It's like, but I'm saying it could be the the golden Stuart well, phone that, or the well, that the, would the golden Nate 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 phone. That would. Um, and then you've got the turdy for the presenter who's been the worst. So, and that's always a mere. Um, Call that one the brown mic. <laughs> I'm going to suggest it be called the golden Graham, and the trophy is a little uh, statue of Gossy. Wow, life size because he's only a little <laughs> lad, isn't he? So that, that's what you've got to beat, guys. Realistically, you're probably not going to beat it, so maybe just don't even bother. But do try because you might win. You might win. But our Golden Graham comment of the week, or whatever, Fortnite—I don't know—is from Frankie Funko. Funkers, Funkers, and she says, "We know Kalise milkshakes." Oh, I did this. <laughs> we know Kalise. Kalise. It's because there's no. Apostrophe after police. Oh, so now you're criticising Frankie's no, no, I'm grammar. Not. No, it sounds like you are. Cause, no, because I, I edited them, so I'm criticising myself. I'm criticising my preparation. Here we go. We know Kalisa's milkshake brings the boys to the yard. What would your guy's milkshake bring to the yard? <laughs> Angry right. parents. I am... Um, right. Small anecdote. Today, <laughs> on the... On the, uh, I had a day trip into Manchester. Me and Theo went shopping in Manchester. Went to the comic shops and the geek shops and what have you. Went to Lush. Theo bought a bath bomb because he's a lad. Um, Love that. And he, he literally sounds like me. Oh, he's that very much like you. But uh, that's what better. I want to do. Commiserations. Much, much better. Um, we park. Yeah. We park about a mile out of Manchester on the outskirts under the railway arches because it's free. And I'm from Yorkshire. Um, and <laughs> as we were walking back to the car. We had to step over a man who was lying on the pavement on a sleeping bag, twitching vigorously. In the, uh, imagine he was having a, in his head, he was having a lovely time. Cause, what was uh, he streaming? <laughs> very good. Because um, he was on the Spice, which is very, I'm guessing, assuming the Spice, uh, which is very popular amongst the uh, the vagrant the population of Manchester these days. Um, and I'm concerned that my milkshake would bring that kind of person to the yard um, <laughs> squirrels nice putting your nuts in it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just I, I sort of thought that in three and a bit years of this podcast we'd probably never use the word squirrel so I just want to say squirrels it's I nice think we've used squirrel before nah right mm. there you go Stuart check if we've ever I'm going to give you a count of five and I want everyone to think of a word that you don't think we've ever used on the podcast before. Are you ready? I'm going to start with Michael, then to Nathan, then to Stuart. You're going to need to come up with a second one, Nathan. Okay, Michael, five, four, three, two, one. Asphyxiation, but we probably have. Nathan. Expunge. Um, sponge? Expunge. All right, I'm going to go for ombudsman. Oh, oh I thought like we have recently, no? Spoken no, about the, what... an ombudsman. I reckon we've probably had asphyxiation because we're perverts. I feel like I'm I, I'm having this weird deja vu view, <laughs> deja vu, 
Um, oh, the conversation where you bloody repeats where ombudsman's come up, and then I've heard a conversation with that in as well. So we probably haven't because I can't imagine how we would have. But yeah, what word do you think has been used the most on the Food of UK podcast? Well, aside from the and One stuff like that, um, yeah, and aside from my names, I'd say um, gravy. Pegging? Yes, we. Peggy's Peggy's made a late a late move for it. Yeah, certainly in the last twenty one in it. Yeah. Um, I reckon northern. Oh, could be northern, couldn't it? Yeah. Northern racist gravy. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Yeah, it'll be pie pie on my. Stop reading. Stop reading my Tinder profile. (laughs) (laughs) Um, pervert. Jimmy the perv. Um. One of those. One of those. Yeah. Podcast. (laughs) Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Unwrapped. Lisa. No. Uh, Yeah. Um, That's the end of social media. So. Hi, Nate here. If you've ever listened to the show and thought, "Hey, those are some groovy kittens. I wish I could hang out with them." Well, now you can. Check out the Facebook group, Frock Unwrapped and Fans, where you'll find me, Stuart, MJ, some of the other guests, some other fans, some booze, some hookers, plenty of blow, and a lot of wholesome foodie fun. Um, I'll see you yeah, over there. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you very much for everyone who, who commented. Was that everyone, or was there anyone that you decided to leave off? There, there was a very, there was a, a, there was a couple that I caught. One guy doing a campaign to make uh, McDonald's offer a hash brown share box, which I didn't think needed. <laughs> Needed, needed. Fair play. I mean, yeah. I'm sort of. How many hash browns would you expect in a share box? Twelve. Well, this is the thing. Too many. Eight. 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 I've got a massive appetite, and two is enough. I think so. I, you know, I could eat easily six. What alongside Dub's McMuff? (laughs) Double sausage, double sausage McMuffin, no egg. Are they available to three hash hash browns? What hash browns? They're just, they're just a breakfast thing, right? They yeah, don't do that during the day. Breakfast, yeah. yeah, see, that's an odd one, isn't it? Because, like, do people go to McDonald's for, like, group breakfasts? Is that is that a thing? I, I imagine, like, let's put it this way. Like a t- the, the, intention of, the intention of a 20-nugget box is that you're supposed to share them. Lol. Um, but that's the point of having these big <laughs> sharing boxes, is that it's supposed to be shared out amongst a number of people. But I don't imagine you get quite as many groups of people going to McDonald's for breakfast. It feels like it's a, it feels like it's a solitary thing. It feels like it's... Yeah, it's this, well... It's a, I know you get families, maybe, but it, just, it doesn't feel like it's as... Yeah. I just feel like a, a sharing box of hash browns. You've got to be really into hash browns, didn't you? Yeah, they'd have to be fingers or bites anyway. I'm not sure it would work as a full hash brown. I think, yeah, I agree. I think, I think, I think a load of hash brown nuggets would, would be better, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So there you go. I don't know if that helps your campaign, if you're listening. <laughs> I don't know if we've solved anything there for you or just giving you more headaches, but I certainly would be happy for them to have it on the menu. I just don't think I'd ever order it. I'd, just, I'd, I'd I don't mind hash browns. I just don't ever feel like I need an abundance of them. Whereas nuggets, I mean, yeah, does make you does make you wonder, doesn't it? Like, oh, oh, MJ, I think we need to I think we need to cut down uh, social media a bit. It's getting a bit long. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I just won't read them all out then. 
So MJ, is there anything you can't, anything you can't this week? Yeah, but you cut out the best one. What's the problem? You've, been, you've, you've self-edited too much. Yeah, I've, I have put a bit too much on it, and I put a bit too much restraint on it. No, I'm, I'm sorry, um, what was your name? Hashi, I think. <laughs> I don't have their name to hand, but yeah, I'm sorry that I'm sorry that yours didn't quite. Well, it did make the cut in the end, so there you go. Mm. Cool. No, I, was, I genuinely was just curious how much editing you'd done. I didn't. I didn't necessarily expect you to, for us to that to stem into a conversation. I apologize. Yeah, so I I did actually leave in most this week because I thought they were all pretty valuable. Cool. Except awesome. for that one. Yeah. Moo. Terrible human being. Yeah. Wait, which one? That one. No, he means you left out the hash brown. You, you oh, sorry. Subjected that to a lonely life. Yeah. Not about ice cream. Uh, when I'm talking about ice cream, not about milkshakes though, is it? So, Hash brown milkshake. Yes or no? Oh, I'm all over that. I'd probably try it. Hmm. I, 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 don't think I, I don't think I would necessarily turn it away. No. It's just greasy hotness though, isn't it, a hash brown? Yeah, so... So are you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't really have anything else. I, I did think about putting something at the end, doing a little game at the end. I, I didn't have didn't have any creativity to come up no, with anything. I'm, I'm glad if I'm honest. I, I'm fed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice, decent, cool. cool. We've, reco- we've recorded yeah. three podcasts tonight, aren't we? Well, yeah, it's, I guess it's, we might as well use this as an opportunity to... Uh, oh, that's a good point, MJ. That's something we can do. Yeah, can I do have the list. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, so anyone who is... Um, anyone um, who is going to give us money. We are on Patreon. Them, call them uh, Call them what they are. I will. Um, you can be a Postman Patreon. Pa- Patreon. Patreon. That doesn't really work. Postman Patreon. Um, by visiting patreon.com uh, forward slash backslash... Food Review UK, where you can give to us on one of three tiers, which are, Michael, what are the three tiers? Silver, <laughs> gold, and diamond. And four fears. Tiers for fears. Um, where you can give us some money. Of a, of a clown. Tiers of a clown, of yeah. course. Tiers uh, yeah. of cake. Tears on my uh, pillow. Tears on my pillows. Tears, tears on my pillow. Pain in my heart. Over you. Do you remember Jason Donovan? Who doesn't remember him? There's quite a lot of people Uh, that don't remember Jason Donovan who listen to this. What's the uh, the one about... Never heard of him, Is there one about tears leaving tracks down my face? Uh, The tracks of my tears. Just um, take a yes. good look at my face. You'll see my smile looks out of place. If you look closer, it's easy to trace the tracks of my tears. Do 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 do. I need you, need you. No one. Fine. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, but instead we went for instead we went for silver, gold, diamond. Can we rename? The, can we rename the Patreon tears? Bottom tier on my pillow, second tier of a clown, top tier tracks of my. I like it. Um, I also like the idea of <laughs> a fourth a fourth tier. Um, that... Being called Coca Cola League Two. 
Yeah, correct. <laughs> um, but <laughs> equally, that allows people in that tier to every month rename the tiers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. imagine. And every month, every month the tier off, names change. Start off being called the Final Front. Yeah, that works. That works. Correct. Um, anyway, off, off, off target, off subject, everything. Uh, yeah, so please head on over to patreon.com forward slash food review UK where you can support the show, support MJ, support all the various endeavors that he and we um, do and d- did and will do and done. Uh, in, for example, this episode. And in exchange for that, you will get a shout out on the podcast. Now, because the Patreon has been rebranded in recent months. Thought it would be a good idea just to get back to basics and everyone who is uh, on the new tiers give you all a quick shout out and then we can keep a track of you and, and whatnot. So some of you, some of you are going to be very lucky because this might be your second shout out. Um, but we don't care as long as you don't care. Don't tell anyone. And I believe Michael has prepared this in the form of a freestyle rap. Oh God, yo. So a big, big thank you to all our supporters. You don't know how much you're worth. We've got Jack Wordsworth, Zeej LR, William Ellison Mullen. Yo, 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 yo. And there's Mo, like Greg Lowe. And who can? Mark can. Sitting on the hills. Amelia Hills. <laughs> Becca Lumps. Joe Camp. Shelby May. Ashley Gaffney. In your gaffer. <laughs> <laughs> This rap is going off a cliff. Don't let it go with Aaron Cunliffe, Liam Thompson, Warren Minix, Jack Falvey 4. And you want more? Pierce Moore, <laughs> Julian Lacus, Arturo Murillo, Vanden Bowen. Who's the trickiest? Leon Tricker, Logan James. And are we all white? We are white because we got Cameron White. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Bad, yeah. Embarrassing for me, really. One of the low moments of a bad year. So, <laughs> which is ironic because for some of those, that's probably their high moment. <laughs> Getting shouted out on a podcast they've paid for. Yeah, they both fucking paid for that. <laughs> uh, did you say I Leon? Think my year's been shit. Yeah, Leon. Yeah, he's still on there. Still on there. So if he's Get dead, <laughs> Leon, he's... come on, man. If he said, or uh, he was still juicing him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's dark. Yeah, I probably have to refund that, actually. That's a bad, isn't it? Yeah. Can you, get, can you please, joking aside, can you please get in touch with him and tell him we miss him? Yeah, I will, actually. I'll send him a little message now. Um, ask how his brother is. Speaking of milkshakes. <laughs> don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. His, his dad was the Pauls man, wasn't it? I, was like, I, don't, I can't remember. Oh, well, thank you very much for all those people who um, donate and give money and time and love to the show. It's very much appreciated. Um, and just know that your money goes towards um, ice cream that is thrown <laughs> away. Just know that. Just every every month, every cent of your, your donations is essentially going in the bin. Uh, that is all I've got for this week's episode. Thank you guys for joining me. Sorry it wasn't a subject that you're particularly a fan of, um, Stuart. Just fuck off, man. <laughs> Stop it. He's, he's fuming. He's fuming.
Huh? Oh my god, he just walked out in a rage. Fucking hell! I, oh, you've really got to him now. I don't think emotionally. Yeah, clearly, he's, I mean, he's been a bit erratic all evening and emotionally unstable. Think, I'm a bit worried about him. Think I should apologise? No, no, no! Don't apologise. No, no, you haven't done. You haven't, you haven't done anything wrong, mate. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. And are you right, Stuart? Are you okay, feeling it better now? Yeah, I've I've splashed a bit of water on my face and just calm me, calm myself down. Deep breaths. I'm all right That's again good. now. I'm all right That's again good. now. Ask me again about a crusher. Do you like crusher? Don't know. I've never had it. No opinion. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, milkshakes. They are good for animosity. Uh, but thank you guys for joining me. And uh, thank you all to the listeners out there. Uh, even the ones that don't pay into Patreon, you little people that want free <laughs> entertainment. Ugh. Little scallywags. Um, Hope you've enjoyed this. Next time around, I don't know what next time around is. There's a there's a chance it might be the Quivia special part three. Who knows? Will I yeah, be would... bothered? Will I be bothered to do that? Possibly not. Who who knows? We'll find I'm out. Not sure, yeah, are we? We're not sure on that one. No, I want to. I, I definitely want to do it, but I just don't know whether I've got the time. And also, I was thinking, I don't know who who we're even going to get on the third one. But yeah. that's a conversation. That's a conversation to be having have off. off. Uh, had all the clever people on before, or so. Was that? We've already got two finalists. Yep, me. And Gossy. Gossy. Not so. MJ. And that's the real quiz. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You ever, you ever won a quiver special, Michael? Uh, one quiver today. That's all I really yes. wanted. Not a special, though, is it? All I ever wanted was to see you crying. And he nearly, the, fu- the funny thing is, he nearly did win it, and it was only the last round that, that screwed him up. What's that, tonight? No, the Quivia special. Uh, yeah. The first one. Yeah. Milkshakes! Good God, y'all! What is what it is good it? for animosity? Quivia! Good God, y'all. What is good for separating the men from the boys? Mm. What are you in that, in that scenario then? The man or the boy? I'm a man, huh? I am the man. The, the man. In t- Quivy specials, which is where it counts. Where's, where's where, it count, where, it, where it counts. Where's the cutoff point? I see we've nailed this thing. Leaving shows. Uh, yeah, so just direct message Nate, tell him to buy a Raspberry Crusher, and that's all you need to do. Don't direct, uh, yeah, direct message him and send him just comments. Actually, yeah. In fact, it's probably it is probably best if you want to get if you want to get if you want to get your message to him. If you just drop him a text. Um, so <laughs> if you go for oh seven eight nine six. Yeah, go on, carry on. <laughs> then just try six numbers. How hard is it to put six numbers together? It's easy. There's only nine numbers. Plus yeah, zero. exactly, which is ten. So ten. Could be, yeah. So There's only one number, plus nine. So there's ten. You need to the six numbers in the rest of his phone number. Yeah. And there's, there's ten six. options, so that's 60. How, many yeah. ta- how long is it going to take you to try all 60? Well, exactly. It's, you know, it's go through the first one. Is it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine? Okay, boom. What? So, a minute? Yeah. It's going to take you... Yeah. Tops Eight a minute. minute. Yeah. And you could be texting... Imagine if someone nails it first time. And you could be texting Nathan Peterson. 
tomorrow. Or just message me, I'll give you it on the slide. Yeah. Make sure you do it on personal yeah. inbox. And if you haven't, if you don't know, I'm getting in touch with Michael. Um, it's probably best if you just send him a quick text message on uh, 07769217. (laughs) Oh! Made it a bit easier there, didn't I? (laughs) Just three, so... But then you'll realise he does actually... He he, he will actually reply, and then you'll be just blocking your own number. He'll just be cancelling your phone contact. Hope you like dick pics. Or selfies, as Michael calls them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, is this part of the show, or is this the I think cold outro? I mean, I'm intending for it to be part Seems, of the show. Yeah. Seems like the end. It's the, it's quite ma- a lot of, the main bit of the show. Quite a lot we need to cut out, isn't it, tonight? Is there? We, we need to, yeah, there was all the bits I said and whatnot. Yeah. Definitely, definitely some bits you said. Definitely. Chicken McFly. <laughs> See if anyone's texted you yet. <laughs> Don't think Nate knows how podcasts work. Imagine if after three years he didn't realise he thought he was going out live. He used to do live podcasts, so that's not as funny as you think. <laughs> My first ever podcast was a live podcast. All right. Oh, I know they exist. Bruno Brooks. <laughs> Yeah, such a, um, such a reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely um, capitalised on our listenership. Yeah, Rover, the dog. Uh, I was just checking that. Um, listening to the show and indeed guest recently, um, Adam Adam Ducky Ducksters, getting all your duckies in. There, um, has subscribed to the soon-to-be award-winning podcast Dyson oh, Design. Love that. And he sent a video to me of him actually doing the subscription itself. Wow. So, thank you, Duckers. Ducky Ducksters. Ducky Doodah. Adam. <laughs> this is one of those ones that never ends, isn't it? Yeah. I, I got, we also got followed by Not Safe for Wizards, which is a lovely little name nice. for a podcast. Nice. Right. Oh, let's might as well promote Stuart's show. Uh, Stuart, if uh, if you enjoy that sort of thing, head on over to uh, YouTube and you can hear um, you can hear his latest character, uh, Dweezil Vamp Vamper here. Vamp, vamp, how do you say his surname? Van Zaffer. Van Zaffer. Um, you can hear him doing Bardcore, which is essentially medieval. Uh, versions of uh, modern day songs. Uh, he's got three three uh, songs released so far. What are they called, Stuart? Uh, there's Unceasing Conviction, which is a cover of Journeys Don't Stop Believing. There's No No Surfs, which is a cover of No Scrubs by TLC. And there's Four Score and Nineteen uh, Troubles, which is a cover of uh, Four Score and Nineteen Worries, which is a cover of Ninety Nine Problems by Jay Z. And dropping uh, this Friday. Is Ravnica, which is a cover of uh, Toto's Africa. <laughs> um, I want to slightly correct Nate. Actually, he said that. Um, actually, I can't remember what he said. Oh no! If you're interested in that kind of thing, I think he said, "No, no, this this is for everyone. This is amazing. It's for, it's for the children, isn't it? Yeah, it's for it's for everyone. Brilliant. All encompassing. Yeah, bring it. I mean, 
that that was implied to be honest yeah. it's it actually embarrassed me that you feel that you had to you had to say it um but yeah please head on over to dweezel's channel and uh like subscribe view watch hit the upload download yeah. uh, side load. upload some videos to it please yeah, do please so, we need to get that promoted on truck actually. Send me a job. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cheers. Cool, cool, cool. Imagine if someone's still actually listening. We actually had someone commenting on the this the latest video saying that people actually listen to the end. I think this I think this episode is probably going to be the challenge. Yeah. So. Oh, there'll be no one. This is the litmus test, isn't it? Yeah, this is us now. Yeah. It's like uh, Donald Trump. Uh Man, person, woman, like it's at the end of that test. How far do you listen yeah. to this? And he, I suppose, he would be listening. Just us three and Donald Trump. Yeah, man. I don't even woman. know what I'm saying. Camera. Person, man, woman, camera, TV. Yeah. Person. That's not woman. easy to say those words. So it's not, e- that's not an easy. Thing it's to five say words. Give them on a break. Five words. Yeah, that's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not three. It's not easy. It's no, not. it's difficult. Three, three of which are very much linked. Yeah, as and a, the other two, two are pretty are, much linked. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. How yeah. are they linked? Man, person, woman. Sorry, how are those linked? <laughs> no, seriously, I don't understand how those are similar. I don't know. I don't even know what. One's a Camera verb. Uh, one's a doing word. One's Stuart a... needs a wee. <laughs> Oh, we need to wrap this. We need to wrap this up. Like Stuart needs to wrap up his dick so he doesn't piss himself. No. Um. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for. Thanks for. Um. Well, no, you know. I do normally do it, but I think I think you should probably this time. So, thanks for listening to Drive Zone, the best uh, automobile <laughs> podcast in your ears right now. Uh, next week we'll be discussing the anticipated release of the Ford GT 2020 model and talk is it really all it's cracked up to be interestingly I thought you said dry zone which is something that Stuart's probably (laughs) wishing that he could urinate into thank you for listening to dry zone the UK's number one no moisture (laughs) (laughs) Sahara Desert is it really what it's cracked up to be Stop the podcast. And, I want to and, get on. And, and, and salt. Does it really make you want to drink more? Scum. Right, goodbye everyone. Podcast is later. over. Is it? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Done. This one's never ending. You can um, also, if you subscribe to patreon.com uh, forward slash you can hear some of our other podcasts, which um, are the TV dinner episodes where we recently reviewed, uh, or we will be reviewing upcoming uh, Delia Smith, How to Cook Part 2, Episode 1, and also Kantaro, Super Sexy Sweet Man, um, which is a show on Netflix. And uh, there is actually quite a major difference between this podcast and the other podcasts that we've recorded because those ones actually end. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This one and Stuart didn't need to go for a wee during those ones. Still going. So, yeah, yeah just, just really wanted to say it more than anything. <laughs> I can't do it. Bye. <laughs>